This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All Hail Sunday, the NFL on CBS is back with a crazy talented crop of QBs out West, possible MVPs in the East, and matchups to remember. Sundays, the NFL is on CBS. It's the last stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is the last stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And joining us today is the top guy in one of the most competitive divisions in boxing. I'm talking about the lightweight division because he is the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. He's known as the dream. Devin Haney is back with us on the last stand. Dev, it's been a while. How are you? Welcome back. I'm doing great. Uh, Yeah, it's been a while. Thank y'all for having me again. Yeah, my brother. So um, October 15th, you got the rematch. George Cambosis back in Australia You know, he said uh, it is do or die for him in this fight. And quoting him, he said, quote, I'm always better as the underdog. And this time around, I'm just hoping that the refs will do their jobs and not allow so much holding because I'm coming to take the belts back, end quote. What's your response to that? He can say what he want to say. Um, He's obviously making excuses already um, about the ref and about, you know, this and that. But, um. Everything he said that he was going to do with the first fight, um, he's saying that he was going to do, he's saying he's going to do the second fight. So uh, we'll see on fight night. And um, yeah. You thoroughly, let's be honest, dominated him in that fight, you know, with the jab, your movement. Heck, you almost dropped him in that fight. Why would this fight be any different the second time around? It would be different because, you know, once I'm, once I know somebody, once, you know, you share the ring with them, you tend to know them. Um, and I'm always better the second time. I'm always better on um, whether it's sparring or whatever the case may be once I get in the ring with somebody again. So uh, I will show how much better I've gotten in the, in the you know, four months and um, show, you know, how, how I could beat you not one way but two different ways uh, when the first way was so easy. Do you think you, you see yourself stopping him this time around? Uh, we just got to see, you know, we know he's a tough guy. Uh, you know, he's putting it all on the line. Um, so, you know, that makes him dangerous. That makes him you know, um, tricky. So uh, we got to go in there and be smart. And uh, we'll see how the fight plays out. It seemed like in that first fight, he tried to box uh, at certain points to no avail. Do you, are you expecting a dirty fight the second time around? Well, we can't say that he tried to box. We don't know. 
Um, we don't know if, if if I'm that good. Uh, that where he, he couldn't oppose his, he couldn't you know try to oppose his will on me, or if um you know he just really just tried to box. This fight we will see when he's saying that you know he's going to do this, he's going to do that. We all know that he's going to try to you know, go full steam ahead. So um we'll see. Hmm. Is the plan for you, Dev, retain the belts and then fight? Vasily Lomachenko, who now is coming back uh, in late October, the 29th. Yeah, um, it's very much possible that that would be next. Um, but it all starts with, uh, you know, beating George Camposos and then uh, going from there. Our main focus right now is Camposos, you know, being victorious because uh, that's where it starts. You know, uh, for the longest time, and I know when we had you on in the past, I talked to you and asked you about this. These guys had kind of joked you, and and I'm talking about Tiafimo, uh, Tank, Ryan Garcia. They were calling you the email champion. Now, Ryan Garcia says he doesn't even fight for the belts anymore. Belts aren't important uh, to him, and there's no more jokes uh, anymore when it comes to Devin Haney. How does it feel to be the undisputed champion in this division, a division they were calling you guys the Four Kings? Oh, man, this is a dream come true. Um, you know, to be undisputed in a weight class where it was so much, you know, great talent, still so much great talent uh, in it. Um, you know, obviously, you know, um, these guys are going in different directions and this way, that way, but you know, towards the, the, the Devin Haney route, they, they they saying belts don't matter when they was calling me email, mocking me, saying calling me email champion, not a real champ, this and that. But you know, now that I have the belts, they don't matter anymore. So it just shows how good Devin Haney is, and um, yeah. So this is it's a blessing to to be undisputed, but also my dream is to you know defend the belts. Now. You know, it's, it's, it was they say it's harder to get them. They say it's hard to get them, but harder to keep them. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working hard to, to to make sure that I'm successful in my defense. And then, and then we go from there. Listen, I, I know a lot of people um, have have asked you about Lomachenko because they believe that that, that could be the next fight for you. But I got to ask you about Tank. Um, considering you two have had your back and forth on social media, how, in your opinion, how realistic is it a Devin Haney and a Tank Davis fight. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think Tank or his team, you know, want to fight you know, any any top guys, anybody that's threat to him. Um, you know, and, and you can see it, you know. So I don't think it's really that realistic. And, and, and considering, you know, the politics of boxing, you, you have this you have this new deal, obviously, with Top Rank and, and ESPN. Do you think it would be harder to fight, let's say, the Tanks, um, the Ryan Garcias, those guys, because of the deal? No. Um, you know, as we see right now, right in our eyes, I mean, many, many, many fight Wilder and, and, and Fury. I mean, yeah, Wilder and Fury got done. Um, that's a huge fight uh, because the fighters wanted it, and it, it made sense. You know, um, for the fights that make sense, you know, we can, the, the business can, can be done. And, us fighters should know that. And, and 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 from your standpoint, you believe that it's more of let's say Tank and Mayweather promotions who don't want to make these fights. Let's say the Tank Davis Devin Haney type fights. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, 
you know, one of the things that Tank came out with in I read is he said Devin Haney ought to fight Isak Cruz, who obviously is has garnered a lot of attention because of uh, his power and his knockout style. What do you think about that? That's a fight that uh, I would love. Um, you know, we it all starts with October fifteenth, me being victorious. Then, uh, you know, I would welcome a fight with um, Loma, or you know, if I can't get Loma. We, we we go on the ladder and we fight the cruise. You know, it's funny. Uh, Robert Garcia uh, was asked about you two fighting, and I'm quoting Robert Garcia. He was talking about you. He said, "Quote: uh, I don't think he can hold him back with his power. I I don't think he's got crazy power to hold back Isak Cruz. I think Pitbull Cruz will beat Devin Haney. What's your response to that? I think Robert Garcia really like." Um, he really like an undercover hater. He really um every fight he said I'm gonna lose, he said I was gonna lose to Jojo Diaz, he said I was gonna lose to Bernares. I'm not sure if he said against Cambosis or not. Um I think he did, but I'm not sure. Um he just keeps saying that every fight. But, you know, I'm not gonna badmouth him, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, talk down on him. I got a lot of respect for him and what he's done in the sport. So, um, I mean that's just his his opinion. Uh, everybody got their opinions. It's, it's, it's boxing. That's what makes uh, big fights. Now, I know you're going to chuckle, but I got to ask you about it. But here we go. I know you're going to chuckle about this one. Roly Romero uh, <laughs> was talking about Devin Haney. Uh, and here's his quote. Quote, Devin Haney, he's the weak, the weak link of the division with his lack of power and his fighting style. His reign won't last long. He plays it way too cautious especially with his matchups. He doesn't even want to fight me, end quote. What are your thoughts on Roley Romero, man? Man, what can you say? Roley's a uh, good guy. I like Roley. <laughs> no, that's not what you <laughs> – I got to admit, the, the post you put on social media after the Tank Davis fight was quite – I even had a laugh after that one. The, 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 Martin, the Martin post after uh, – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roley, um, I like Roley. Roley's, he's a good guy. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. Uh, since we're talking about guys in your division, Tank and Ryan Garcia are talking about fighting in December. What do you think happens in that fight, Death? I mean, I think that is a good fight. Um, I don't see it really happening. Um, just like due to like, I just don't see them two fighting each other. But I think it's a good fight depending on the weight class that it's at. Uh, obviously at 140, Ryan's bigger, his size advantage, um, bigger, taller, you know, longer reach, and, and, and those things. He also has power. Um, but we all know Tank has that you know one punch, you know, game changer. So um, it's an inter- it's an interesting fight depending on you know what weight class is at. And uh, when it's at, but I don't see, I don't see it happening. Um, what do you make of Tank? You know, just the, not too long ago, Tank put up a post about Mayweather promotions and why would I sign a contract like this and things of that nature. He seems to still be having issues with Mayweather promotions. What do you make of his contract situation? I guess him now going forward as a free agent. I mean, shit, that's what he signed up for. So, you know, you got to see it through. It is what it is. Um. In boxing, there's always been father-son's relationships. Sometimes they go bad. Uh, 
Uh, but it just seems that the, the Haney relationship is tight and has been a well-oiled machine. Why is that? Why is even as dad being the trainer and things of that, even your manager at some point, why has that gone so well? Um, I don't know. We just we we just that dynamic duo that um I don't know. We just we just a winning team and uh I don't know, we work good together. Um that's why that's why we started this thing and uh I don't know, we just gonna see it through all the way and uh continue to, you know, be successful as a team. Uh I gotta ask you ask you about this. We asked Shakur Stevenson on the last stand, and you know Shakur uh it says now that he's moving up in weight. Uh, he, he got stripped of his titles uh, because he said his body can't handle 130 anymore. Um, when we had him on the last stand, he said he would love to fight Devin Haney because, as he put it, quote, it would be a high-stakes chess match. Could yeah. you see Devin Haney, now that he's at 135, and Shakur Stevenson getting it on? Yeah, um, it's very it's a very likely fight <clears throat> that that is gonna happen uh, eventually. Um, we just gotta see. Now he's at one thirty five. You know, it's get it gets it's getting closer and closer. Yeah, but it all starts with you know October fifteenth. That's my main focus right now, and then uh, we'll go from there. He said because you guys are two highly skilled fighters, that's why he called it a chess match. How would you see that fight going in the ring? Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, a chess match. Shakur has. Uh, you know, high boxing IQ, so do I. So uh, it, it makes for um, a chess match in the ring. Have you guys sparred in the past, things of that nature? Yeah, I mean, I've been knowing Shakur since we were little kids. We've been knowing each other. So uh, we sparred numerous times as, as kids. So ESPN, they uh, released a list of the top 25 boxers under 25, right? And Devin Haney, number one. Uh, Bam Bam Rodriguez is number two. Ryan Garcia, by the way, was number five. What are your thoughts on Dev Haney being number one? Yeah, um, it's a blessing that uh, you know they they put me you know number one under twenty five. Um, but you know I feel like I should be on the pound pound list. I feel like you know I'm not you know only the best under twenty five. I'm one of the best in the world, so uh, I should be you know uh, on the the top ten pound for pound list as well. Speaking of that, Ring Magazine released their pound-for-pound list. They did not have the undisputed champion Devin Haney in the top 10, but they had Loma in their top 10. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, we, I mean, the world has you know, seen that. You know, I was upset about that. I should be on everybody's pound-for-pound list. And then, um, you know, on after this fight, you know, the world will see. And uh, they, everyone will put me on the pound-for-pound list after this, after this fight. Love it. Uh, Errol Spence, Bud Crawford, uh, talked about fighting now in November. What do you think happens in that fight? I think that's an amazing fight. Um, you know, those are both of my, my guys. Um, I fuck with um, Bud, fuck with Earl. Um, you know, I just want to sit back and, you know, be a fan and watch that fight. And uh, they're talking about it to being around, what is it, like November 19th. My birthday's the 17th, so uh, that'd be a birthday present for me. That's fantastic. Um Listen, your guy, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva, they're fighting in October. What do you think happens in that fight? I think that's a good fight. Um, it's a dangerous fight for Jake. Um, you know, obviously, Anderson has a ton of experience. You know, he's a crafty, crafty uh, boxer. But I just feel like, you know, Jake is is the, the young, stronger fighter. And, uh, you know, 
and it's just a little old and it's changed. It's just not, it's, it hasn't always been, you know, the best. So, you know, if, if Jay catches it, we could, you know, put him up. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer. I want to talk to you about our partner, Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. And I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. Athletic Greens doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild, has that tropical taste, but I actually look forward to having it every single morning. So what is this stuff? Well, one scoop of delicious Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Listen, it helps support better sleep quality for you, recovery, and it supports mental clarity and alertness is what I love about it. You know, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits, and it's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself, and it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, uh, vegan, paleo, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is for you, and it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing, really, in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you may have. So additionally, for every purchase, Athletic Greens is going to donate to organizations, help to get nutritious foods to kids all across the country who are in need, including No Kid Hungry, which is right here in the U.S. By the way, Two years ago, in 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million to meals to kids. Now, it is the time to reclaim your health, folks. And all you got to do is arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional uh, supplement. And listen, once we get into that cold flu season... This is something that you need because just one scoop of water every day with Athletic Greens, and there's no need for the million of different pills or supplements to look out for your health. All you're going to need is Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens wants to give you free a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is visit Athletic Greens. Dot com slash last stand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Athletic Greens. Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, listen, Dev, you know, for people who come on, we allow others who watch and listen to the podcast submit questions. We've got a number of them for you, so we'll get right to them. This one comes from Twitter, Lil John. He says, is it more frustrating to deal with the alphabet organizations or the promoters slash networks when it comes to trying to make a fight happen? Yeah, um, I would say the, the promoters and networks because, um, you know, with the organizations, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more structured than that than, um, you know, the promoters and the network. That's like pretty much it is what it is. And it, this is the way we've been running it. And it's the way it's, it's going to be. Uh, next one from Twitter asks, when you move up to 140, will you activate your mandatory and face Josh Taylor for the WBO or the IBF as your first fight, assuming you're still undisputed? Yeah, 
very much possible that when I go up to 140, you know, I will challenge, you know, the, any of the champions that's, that's in that way, um, you know, because I just don't want, you know, I don't want to go into, you know, the, another weight class you know, without being the champion. You know, I want to be the champion for the rest of my career, you know, and um, so every fight, you know, I'm looking forward to be for a belt. <clears throat> Zane on Twitter asks, what division do you think you'll finish your career at, Devin? Oh, um, I think around like probably 154. Hmm. Wow, another great division too. Uh, David asks, out of all the guys not named Devin Haney, who do you think is the best lightweight fighter in the world right now? Out of, out of the guys that's not Devin Haney in the lightweight division, uh, it's so much talent, um, but I think Probably Loma. Loma could could be my could be my toughest test lightweight division. Um, but it's so many good fighters and big fights. So I don't know. We just gotta see. Hmm. Lord uh, Roca asks, uh, would you be interested in a Regis Progray fight or Josh Taylor? Uh, and do you feel like you are the biggest Muslim boxer since Ali? Yeah. Um, those are two fights that, that I would definitely, you know, entertain after this one. Obviously, like I said, it all starts with me being victorious on October 15th, and then we go from there. But, um, you know, I want to fight the, the, the guys with the belts. So whoever has the belts um, and 140, that's who I look to challenge. And, um, you know, I'm not looking to be the, the, the biggest Muslim uh, boxer or anything like that. You know, I'm not in competition. I respect all Muslims worldwide. Uh, you know, I just want to be, you know, uh, a speaker and, uh, you know, somebody who people can, can get inspired and look up to. And, uh, you know, I'd be a good role model for, for Muslims and you know, be that guy that people look look to and you know, be a good example. You know, it's not about you know, being official with my fellow Muslims or, 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 or not. I just want to be uh, the best Muslim I can. Mm. Devin, what's your ultimate goal in this sport? Um, you know, I want to be mentioned with the greats when it's all said and done. Uh, I want to be great in the sport of boxing. And, um, yeah, um, you know, the, the, the path to, to be that. Uh, yeah. All right, Devin Haney, we've come to the last segment of the show. We call it The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. First thing that comes to Devin Haney's mind when I say Tiafimo Lopez. I don't got nothing bad to say about Tiafimo. He, he he's looking to you know go on the right path at 140, and I wish him nothing but the best. Um, Tia Fimo says Devin Haney. He keeps pricing himself out of fights. He wants to be Money Mayweather, but eventually he's going to have to come see me at 140. Yeah, um, me and Tia, you know, you can talk to Bob, you can talk to whoever. We never talked about money. We never got that far to dig into negotiate, talk about you know money or how much I want it, but um. You know, he can say what he wants to say. When do you see Devin Haney fighting at 140? Uh, it all starts when I you know, um, got to see uh, how I feel. The uh, fight night, you know, inshallah, I feel good. Then uh, we take on Loma and then uh, we move up to 140. But. First thing that comes to your mind when I say Tank Davis. Tank Davis, strong fighter. Yeah, he's a strong fighter. First thing that comes to your mind when I say Ryan Garcia. Uh, Ryan is strong, fast. Um, 
And, um, yeah, he's, he's good for boxing. Give me Devin Haney's pound for pound top five fighters in the world right now. But, bro, of course, Canelo, Fury, uh, Devin. There you go. There's five. There's five. There's five. Man, let me tell you something. Look forward to seeing you again uh, on October 15th. Uh, I'm looking forward to the rematch, but more importantly, I'm just looking forward to seeing Devin Haney back in the ring because I, I believe it. I, I think you're one of the most exciting fighters in the sport, and I, I love watching you work. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what we do on here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names like Devin Haney, the dream, the undisputed world champion. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week. All Hail Sunday. The NFL on CBS is back with a crazy talented crop of QBs out west, possible MVPs in the east, and matchups to remember. Sundays, the NFL is on CBS.